Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello there, and welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I am your host, Lydia Pierre, CEO of Pierre Branding Group. And today we have with us someone who has really been blazing the trail in a new space when it comes to skincare and pain relief. His name is Eric Smart. He is the CEO and founder of Myoderm. Hey, Eric. Hey, Lydia. How are you? I'm doing well. I hope you're doing well also. Oh, I'm doing amazing. And speaking of amazing skin, I don't know if you guys can see, but his skin looks amazing. <laughs> well, let's just say I have a lot of skin, you know, when you, when you, when you shave your head, uh, skin care uh-huh. becomes a key component of your daily routine. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. That's a very good way of looking at that because you do have to make sure it looks nice and shiny and glossy and <laughs> healthy. So, <laughs> so tell us a bit about your company, Myoderm and since we're talking about the skin aspect, because you do skin and pain relief when it mm-hmm. comes to the products that you provide. Now, and I know CBD is a big component or a key ingredient in the, in your products. So let's talk about some of the ways that that translates into skincare. Yeah. See, people have a lot of misconception around CBD as an ingredient. Um, mm-hmm. It's been touted as a uh, industry. It's actually not. It's just an ingredient. It's a molecule. It's found okay. in a cannabis plant. Uh, so my background's in pharmaceutical manufacturing and food manufacturing and, uh, in 17 started the company because we looked at CBD as an ingredient, how effective it was. And the literature was starting to come out around pain relief. Mm -hmm. So the literature was showing that there's actual mechanism of action where CBD inhibits the breakdown of anandamide. So that's a endogenous, uh, compound in your body. So you make it to fight inflammation. Now there's an enzyme that breaks that down. CBD blocks that enzyme. So you're actually able to fight inflammation better with CBD in your body than not. So it's actually a replacement for ibuprofen. That's a good way to look at it. That's awesome. And what we did, we applied transdermal technology. So coming from pharmaceutical, I had worked with that previously. And transdermal means through the skin. So we actually take CBD, drive it through the skin into your muscle connective tissue. And we're the only brand that does that. And how can you tell that? Well, mm-hmm. when you put on our product, it's a water base. Okay. So that means it's not oily and messy. It goes into your skin and less than a minute, it's it's gone. Whereas every other CBD topical you'll use is an oily mess. And generally you smell like a locker room afterwards because they're using menthol. So you're getting frauded. And that's a big problem we have in the industry right now as far as pain relief. You know, topical pain relief, menthol, I mean, Icy Hot's a great product, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like eight bucks. So buy that. (laughs) Don't buy a $50 CBD product that uses menthol as the driving ingredient. Um, Mm. We do not. We just use CBD. And 
in a water base. So that's how you can tell the difference. And that's also with our skincare products. We're the only brand out there making true skincare products. There are limited utilizations of oil base for skincare. It's very rare, but it can be useful. Uh, hands in particular. Uh, however, most skincare products are water based, and we drive it into the skin. And you'll see tremendous anti-inflammatory capabilities, right? It's also an antibacterial. So it clears up your skin from blemishes and it's an emollient, which means it does moisturize. So that's kind of how we built the company around that ingredient. And we've had pretty, pretty phenomenal success. We've been very fortunate, great distribution. Uh, We're coast to coast and companies like GNC, Dick's Sporting Goods and Rite Aid. And we are excited to be getting into new areas like oral care um, next year. So lots of interesting and innovative um, products. And that's, you know, the folks who are listening, if they're looking to start new companies and build something new, that's really my first recommendation. You know, Mm -hmm. don't do the same thing. You got to find something that's innovative because we don't need more of the same. We got lots of the same. Right. And so what is innovation? Innovation is either invention or new combination of things that are then commercialized and create high value. And for some reason, people don't really tell you that. You just hear innovation thrown around a lot. What is that? Right. So those are novel uh, new ways of doing things generally through um, invention or through new combinations. So that's that's one of my big recommendations. That's how we were able to um, excel and our space using a new ingredient mm-hmm. combined with technology like transdermal that allows it to do phenomenal things. Right. And it's interesting that you say that about the word innovate innovation, because there's a lot of buzzwords that people throw around and they kind of just say it, but they don't know the true meaning behind it. Even entrepreneur, right? People throw around the word entrepreneur and they might just be like you're saying a business owner and not really necessarily entrepreneur because they're not right. Blazing a new trail. So, and and that's why I, I I think it's very important that people educate themselves in just the way that they and they call themselves and the way that they see themselves because you might not be who you think you are. <laughs> and it's very well, important. Here's a, here's a great example yeah. that everyone can, can relate to. So I use the term innovation very specifically because that generally is paired with entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So that means you're you're creating something new or novel. Uh, it, it can be new channels too. For example, the first guy that did a food truck, that was a pretty innovative way to deliver food to folks. You know, right. that was, that was an entrepreneurial. If you're starting a food truck now, you are not an entrepreneur and that's okay. You're right. starting a small business, which is fantastic. Exactly. And people have made a ton of money and great success starting small businesses. But if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to look at new and creative ways to bring something to market or to bring new things to market. Right, right. And, and and again, that's that's why I think it's important to understand the meaning behind that, because then you position yourself to be unique, to be great, to be doing something different, just rather than just being happy with the term entrepreneur and not really actually being that, being true to that. And to your point in terms of what you guys are doing differently with um, the CBD ingredient, as well as with the transdermal um, process, um, how did you guys, in addition for you, your background in ph- pharmaceutical What made you feel that that was, or maybe the research you had to do behind that to even make sure that you were doing something new? Because I know sometimes you might have an idea and you're wondering, is this, has this been done before? (laughs) Am I really the first? So there's two things you have to do generally. Um, 
very fortunate. There's actually a lot of literature out there on business in general, mm-hmm. you know, that you can search uh, both uh, just open source literature, books, uh, and academic literature about what's been tried. Uh, certainly, as you get more into pharmaceutical uh, things of that nature, there's more precise literature around it, which is, uh, was useful to us. We looked at what the current applications were and there are very few. So CBD was, is an, is a new ingredient until recently was restricted heavily. So that, that made it easy. Like there was, there was no real deployment of this particular, uh, mm-hmm. molecule into the market because it had been restricted heavily since it's derived right. from the cannabis plant. Right. Mm-hmm. So in 2000, uh, 19, at the beginning of it, there was the Agricultural Improvement Act that had been passed in December of 18, which allowed CBD to be sold. And is it is clearly regulated by the FDA. There's no grayness around it, even though people generally don't understand that. But is it is regulated as a cosmetic. So it's a cosmetic mm-hmm. ingredient. Um, it is sold as an ingested product. Most people won't be aware of this, but that's illegal. The FDA does not enforce it, but technically it could at any moment shut down the entire market that sold with ingested CBD products because it's against the law. So those gummies are not okay. You cannot, (laughs) you cannot ingest cosmetic products. You can ingest dietary supplements. You can ingest food or drugs. Okay. So there's actually a prescription drug that uses CBD as an active ingredient. It's called Epidiolex. It is excellent at reducing the effects of seizures in children, specifically with Drubets. That's what the indication is for. So because of that, the FDA cannot allow technically people to buy it direct, um, you know, from companies without prescription, but they do. So it's a strange environment we're in right now. It is, it is. And you seem like a man who likes a challenge and to be in the, in basically on the leading edge of such a movement because I mean, in 2019, that's not even two years ago. That's right before this pandemic and all that happened. And I mean, it's not like you had the idea that you had to, as soon as they made it okay, so to speak, to be able to have access to it. You had already gamble. We bet on it. We bet on it. Like, like, "Ah, this product's got real therapeutic capabilities. We bet that we don't sell ingested products because we're the only brand that sold nationwide that's FDA compliant. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we made a bet on that and we got early adoption from big retailers because of that. So we, mm. you know, took advantage of our, our competency there. That's and awesome. what we see is kind of a weird environment where there's non-enforcement. Um, so, you know, we're, we're wondering where that's going to lead, but ultimately right. what we're focused is how, what's the best utilization of this molecule for therapeutic capabilities. We know it's great for pain relief, which we deliver the most capable therapeutic um, delivery of it. Mm-hmm. And it's great for skincare. For oh. example, um, folks who, if you're fighting wrinkles, retinol is an outstanding ingredient for doing that. It tightens up the skin, really reduces wrinkles and fine lines, uh, specifically in your, your face. Right. However, retinol is also very, um, it irritates the skin and it makes it very sensitive to sunlight. Mm-hmm. So CBD, when added to that product, it takes away the redness and inflammation immediately, and it makes your skin more resilient to exposure oh. to sunlight because it's an emollient. And oh. the net result is you can go buy our wrinkle repair cream, which is as or more effective than anything else on the market and 
no price frictions, 27 bucks. So same mm-hmm. as a Neutrogena product. Right. And it is going to perform better and have less irritating, significantly less irritating uh, effects than those products. Oh, wow. And that is on myaderm.com, which is M-Y-A-D-E-R-M.com. Correct. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. And I, I, basically it's like a, a, I didn't even know that CBD did all of that. So it actually complements a lot of the things that we've been using. It does. It does. That, yeah. So that's awesome. So you talked about betting on yourself in a sense. So Oh, wow. That's that's really the true meaning of being an entrepreneur is really betting on yourself and just taking that chance, taking that leap. What was that experience or journey for you? How how difficult was that? Was it easy? What, what transpired during that time? Well, if folks out there are trying something new in the business world, specifically building a company on their own, um, especially in a new space, true yeah. entrepreneurship, the first thing you're experience is a lot of pain because it's difficult. Um there's new challenges, there's unforeseen challenges, there's things you just can't anticipate. Um, so what I recommend to folks is, A, don't follow your passions. That's terrible advice. Oh. Because your passions are usually not where the market offers the most opportunity and success. Mm-hmm. What you should do is find out where the market is op- offering opportunity and success and get passionate about that. So for example, for skincare, that was kind of a new area for me. But as a person who utilizes skincare extensively, I became very passionate about this. I saw the results. It became part of who I was. And when times get tough, which they will, Mm -hmm. when you really believe in what you're doing, you see the innovative capabilities and the new um, opportunities you're offering the customer who's going to appreciate it if you can Mm -hmm. just keep pushing and get it to them. Then you'll feel that passion, and that leads to success. Wow! So, so it's identifying what the market needs, or is looking for, is starving for, and then getting passionate about that instead of following your passion. That's my take on it, and I, I would say it's probably the best advice I can give to anyone who's truly wants to create something new and mm-hmm. drive it into the market and stick with it, because you're going to get a lot of a lot of headwinds along the way. And the more energy you can put behind it, the higher probability for success. Right. And and what was it like for you trying to convince people that this would work? Because, of course, it's a new idea, a new concept. What, how did you pitch it? Who did you pitch it to? Did people think you were crazy? Well, they still do. Uh, <laughs> the, the challenge is um, you're, if you're leading a company, your job becomes largely rhetorical. You keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. But it is nice to find new ways to say it and to find ways to connect authentically with people. Mm -hmm. And the first step in that is if you have the opportunity, ask a bunch of questions, try to get to know your audience who you're talking to and find ways that what you're doing and what you're providing for the market, either products or services, how that connects with them. And that will save you a lot of misery because if you go in and you just try to, if everything looks like a a nail, you're just going to be a hammer all the time. And a lot of times, if you take the time to talk to folks, you'll realize, oh, I need a different tool for this. There's a different talking point that's going to resonate with these folks. Right. You got to personalize it. You got to make them feel as if it's unique to them and their needs. You try to. You try to. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Now, I know you also are, I'm sure athletes can definitely benefit from a product such as this. And in addition to, I mean, everyone can, because we all have pains. We all experience sore muscles, whether it's from working out. 
um, whether it's from just getting older, <laughs> so to speak. So I literally uh, feel your pain. <laughs> yes, yes. So since we're talking about identifying the market, who are some of the people who can benefit from this product? Well, for pain relief, it's really anyone. You know, a lot of our core customers are people with chronic pain, arthritis. Mm -hmm. They can't use uh, NSAIDs like ibuprofen mm -hmm. because, you know, you take that every day. It's pretty rough on your kidneys. Nice. Um, whereas our product you can use daily. There's no negative side effects. It's a transdermal, so minimal impact on your, you know, uh, digestive tract is all being localized, um, but also athletes, faster recovery um, from injuries, also just hard workouts. You know, mm -hmm. one thing I use it for pretty uniquely is um, so I have very tight IT bands that run up and down your uh, your leg from your knee to your hip, and mm -hmm. sometimes I'll do exercises like pulling a sled, which is very effective. It's good for cardio and build strength, right. but it torques out your hip. So that gets really inflamed fast. Oh. And if I don't use prior to working out some myoderm on my hip, within three or four minutes, I'm already getting so inflamed, I can't keep pulling the sled. Whereas if right. I use it prior, 15, 20 minutes, no problem. Just takes out the inflammation. Right. Now, now, do you have a sensation? Because you talked about menthol or, earlier, right? And granted, we we people like the way things feel for some reason. I remember there was a, a, a trend when shampoo had to tingle in order for you to feel like it's working. True, true. So, so that's a whole thing now. And I believe that that based on what you said, that might be the reason they use menthol. So people can feel it's working. Well, and menthol is an outstanding desensitizer. So that's what's happening. When menthol hits your skin, mm. it actually binds and um, the neurons that are firing off with pain are deadened. Mm -hmm. So you're not feeling the pain, but it doesn't do anything about inflammation, but right. that's what you feel. That's that tingly sensation that coldness that, uh, basically reducing the nerves, uh, ability to sense pain. So our products don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they're a replacement for ibuprofen. So there's going to take inflammation out. So it doesn't have that tingly, cold sensation. Uh, so we have to re-educate folks. And that's right. part of what I do here when we're talking through this. I'm like, hey, guys, there's a whole new product class out there. And it's it's a challenge. So you talk about entrepreneurship, innovation. These are one of the challenges. Like you have to re-educate people around. Absolutely. Things. Absolutely. Um, and that means you have to know your stuff as well because people are, you want to position yourself as an expert. There's the branding part of me coming out. Because ideally, exactly. yeah, ideally when it comes to being the lead in a space or in an industry, especially if it's a new space, which should help make it easier since it's a new space, right? So now you are the lead. So knowing your stuff and being able to be in a position to educate the audience and those people is very, very, very important. So I, I believe with you, your pharmaceutical background, all of the education you have really positions you to be able to really re-educate the audience, as you're saying. That's a big part of my job. That, yeah. I, Takes up a lot of my time, mm -hmm. uh, but that's time well spent if people right. are understanding the product better. And while they won't have an immediate sensation, what will happen in about four to six minutes, they're like, wow, I don't, it doesn't hurt as much or it's mm -hmm. gone. So it's wow. a different, different way to uh, experience the product and the results, but way better. Wow. I mean, if you you wouldn't believe how on time this is happening, this conversation is happening, because literally there's like at least five men around me who are experiencing extreme back pain. And it's just been just like an ongoing, my back, my back, my back. And I'm definitely going to recommend this to them because, and these are chiropractors and 
personal injury attorneys. And, and I'm like, you live in that world and you guys don't know about things let that me, can definitely Let me give help you me. a pro tip. Mm-hmm. That when you're applying a cream to your back, yeah, put the cream on the top of your hand. So when okay. you reach around, you can apply it better. Oh, a lot of people put it on the on their palm, oh. right? And then they try to reach around and they can't get as much extension. So if you put it on the top of your hand, you can get full extension on your back. Oh, that will work for lotion too. You know how I'm hard. Right. Exactly. hundred percent. You just changed my life. No, I'm a professional. <laughs> it's the little things, Eric. It's the little things. Look, I can reach all the way up here now. That's amazing. <laughs> I will definitely use that. And I'm definitely going to tell everyone about that as well. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's talk about the brand itself. Um, everything from the look, the feel, the experience. What what went into kind of creating the brand behind the product? Because it's one thing to have something that works, but you know how people are. You have to kind of wrap it in a way that they'll want to actually engage with it because p- people don't really know what to do with stuff that's good for them. So I, I would argue that's that's the most difficult mm-hmm. and um, arguably the most important part, which yeah. sounds shocking, right? Yeah. So if you if you created something new, something that truly has more capabilities than the competition or created a new area to um, provide something for folks, if they don't know about it, it ain't going to do any good. No. If they're not attracted to it, they ain't going to buy it. No. So you have to create an ability to do that. And you know, for us, we started, branding starts with a name usually. So Maya and derm are both Latin roots, Maya for muscle, derm for skin. So there's, there's meaning in that. Uh, our icon shows um, basically what a transdermal looks like going through the skin. So you see a, um, you know, a pattern that dissolves as it gets deeper into the skin. So we try to put meaning in what we do. And then as far as marketing, um, you know, we've, we've been very fortunate in distribution. So you got to have distribution, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have the ability to make the product. And another unique thing is we make our own product. We have our own manufacturing facility, you know, 98.2% of products are contract manufactured out there. There's someone else making the product and just slapping a label on it. Uh, so right. we have unique manufacturing capabilities. Marketing wise though, has been um, one of the bigger challenges. We have restricted channels we can use. Uh, we do have television commercials that we are ready to roll out in key markets. We're the only brand that can do that because we're FDA compliant. So you have mm-hmm. to look for advantages where you can get them. And other than that, try to connect with your audience. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's very difficult. There's so much noise out there. So yeah. how do you become a signal in the noise? That's the uh, probably the biggest challenge in you know our mature market that we all live in right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, of course, I feel like that expert piece does help with that. But again, something has to be appealing to them, whether it's people want to see athletes, they want to see celebrities, they want to see all these things attached to it. That doesn't mean that the product's any better, but they that's kind of what draws them to it because of that. Influence. But builds trust. They right. think that athlete uses this, that they wouldn't yeah. say they use it if they didn't actually like it. Absolutely. That may or may not be the case, but that's what we all perceive, right? Absolutely. And then you have to be careful of cancel culture because they'll cancel someone in a second. <laughs> True. Dangerous out there. Yeah. So even, right. So even who you attach your brand to 
is very important. So really making sure that, of course, I'm sure you take very big pride in the product that you've created. And if and when you guys do attach to an athlete, I'm sure you're going to want to make sure that it's somebody who is also very, very proud of the product itself. You know, I will say on that level, people are talking about um, sponsorships and endorsements and things like that. It's a tough one. I'm going to tell you right now, like in the, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the vast majority of influencers out there are, you know, they're a ripoff. I mean, I'm just speaking bluntly. It's it's very fraudulent environment. Uh, there are some legitimate people out there really promoting honestly products, but they're rare Mm. Um, at the higher level. You know, when we look at who we want to work with, we have looked closely at teams and leagues. So we like properties over people if we can. Oh, I like that. Um, so whether it's the Atlanta Braves, whether it's the Major League Rugby, which is new in the U.S., we've looked at that. We're pretty close to getting a deal done there. Um, we like those type of um, scenarios because those are those are organizations run by lots of people who have right. lots of accountability. One person, highly risky proposition. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And that was, that's what I was getting at. And I love that you, you said that properties over people and being able to not only show that the organization together, like you said, the accountability, but also it's less risk. Yeah. And more trust. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just a bigger audience because now might be multiple players that people are able to access because of that, but it's not all reliant on that one person. So I, I like, I love that strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we look at it. And I think that's long-term in the service well. Absolutely. Well, I love this conversation. I love what your, your product is doing, what your brand stands for, and being able to create this new space and the way you're doing it. And I mean, it's amazing. Um, of course, it's myaderm.com to be able it to is. learn more. <laughs> and um, and it's available, you said in Rite Aid, GNC, Dick Sporting, Dick Sporting Goods. Goods. And mm-hmm. you know, of course, at our website, myaderm.com. And if people want to give it a try, they can use the discount code leaders mm-hmm. and get 20% off. Is that for me? That is for you. Ah, yay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to let everyone know. So go lead, um, use the discount code leaders and then you'll be able to get a 20% discount. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that, Eric. You bet. <laughs> and thank you for all you're doing to just make a great impact on the world around you. And also just to be able to make a lot people's lives a lot easier because pain relief is really, really important. I mean, seeing people struggle because of the um, arthritis, like you're saying, and just even wanting to be in better shape because they, but they can't because of the pain from the arthritis. And it's just so many things that can lead to um, just a lot of, a lot of unnecessary pain. So thank you for what you're doing. Well, thanks for having me. It's great what you're doing here. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be on the, the on the show. Thank you. Thank you. So everyone, that is Eric Smart with Meyer Derm, CEO and founder. Again, check out MeyerDerm.com for more information about this amazing product, which helps you with your skin as well as pain relief. Tune in next time on Leaders on the Rise to hear from more amazing leaders who are doing amazing things in the world. Thank you. Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader, 
or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag leaders on the rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandygroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at LydiaPierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.